Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, welcome to this very special episode. This is the 100th episode of the podcast. We have come so far. I'm so happy that you're here with me listening to this episode. Um, I'm excited to get into what we're going to talk about. First, I just want to kind of like celebrate a little bit with you as well as one of the listeners, obviously pointless having this podcast if no one's listening. I always say this, but it's so weird to be talking in a room on my own, kind of like, that's the weird thing about podcasting is you're like trying to, you're trying to talk to someone as if they're there, but you're actually on your own, but you don't even know if someone is there and you don't know what people are thinking. Like, it's not like Instagram where you can see this direct feedback of like comments and DMs and stuff. It just feels quite blind, but I know you guys are there because I do know that we have 50,000 downloads of this podcast, which is so damn cool. So I'm really happy for you guys being that you guys are here. Um, Obviously, all of the reviews, the ratings, all the kind words, all the support. I love it. Um, I'm so thankful. And I kind of just reflected. I was reflecting earlier before I um, started recording this on the journey that the podcast has had. I remember the first few episodes I was before I moved into my flat with my boyfriend, I was at my mom's place. It was in, it was in the height of the pandemic in about April, 2020, when I first started drafting the first episodes for the podcast. And I was on her bed trying to record it. And I was so unnatural. If you guys go back, I actually haven't listened to any of the the original ones. The first ones um, probably make me cringe so much, but I, was like drafting out every line that I was going to say. I was re-recording it like three times because I it wasn't perfect enough. And that got old real quick, I got to say. I probably like recorded for a month or something before I was like, no, this method has got to change. And I started just going way more freestyle. And there was actually a time when I told myself I wasn't going to edit the episode at all. So any mistakes like I was just gonna have to like go with it flow with it and yeah it's come a long way it really really has we're on Apple Google Spotify we've had you know guests come on board we've had so many clients one-to-one group coaching 30-day reboot so many women on here sharing their own stories which I love I love those episodes um and hopefully much more to come much more to come So a lot to be grateful for, a lot to celebrate. Once again, thank you so much for listening in. So today, what we're going to go through is, and actually, by the way, this topic for this 100th episode was also nominated by one of you guys. I asked, it was also in the 99th episode, it was a suggestion that someone on Instagram uh, wanted for that episode. So this, again, is one inspired by you guys. So what we're going to go through is I'm going to give a candid update of where I'm at now on my journey. I've already given in the past a really like in-depth story of my whole healing journey, but now I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm always evolving as well. So I want to share where I'm at on that and go into a sort of a recap, a um, overview of some of the like coolest success stories of you women. Um, And that is to brag no I'm joking (laughs) um it is to well I mean it is to show that like this framework that I teach does work but mostly I love to share these stories because it's so inspiring motivating to see people who have been where you are and got to where you want to be to to have that seeing as believing factor of like wow it actually is possible when you're in the darkest depths of your spiral of dieting and binging and your weight is out of control it's so important to see hang on that girl was in the exact same position 
And now she's like living her best life. Maybe I can do it too. The reason I love to share a variety of these stories is so you have an opportunity to identify with either in a large part or even just fragments of that person. So you really can be like, wow, if she can do it, so can I, because we're so similar in XYZ kind of ways. So we're gonna dive into those two things. And before we do just that, I wanted to introduce you all to my newest freebie that's out there for you all to dive into. It's in the show notes. It's a free masterclass that you can access instantly right now, whenever you're ready to click that link. And what we go through is in about 35 minutes, why you're still binge eating and how the hell to stop. So the why, I wanted to give you that because sometimes it can be just so frustrating and yeah, just like so annoying that you think you're maybe lifting all the restrictions, but you're still binging or you're just so confused. You have no idea, like, why is this happening to me? And so I want to give you that clarity first. So you feel a bit calmer. You feel like, okay, wait, now we've got some direction because we know why this is happening. And then some actionable steps on how to stop it based on your why. So it's a really cool masterclass. Definitely pop into it. And the cool thing about it is there's a sweet little freebie or or rather a gift at the end, let's say, for making it all the way to the end. So pop into that already, I think, without me even talking much about it. I think there's been 150 women on board. So check that out. And now let's get into this episode. So success stories to inspire, motivate, to, sh- to raise what you feel like is really possible for you. So disclaimer as well, by the way, the people I chose to share here, it's by no means like my favorites or the best. There were so many things, so many people's stories, the obstacles they overcame that I could have shared. These just sort of like popped into my head easiest or like immediately. So let's get into these. I think they're really going to show you what's possible. First up is the lovely Zulika. She's from England and she was actually one of the women on my first group coaching round back in, started October 2020. So she went through that program and it was tough for her. Like she had some obstacles to overcome. She's studying in Oxford, which is insane with the workload, the stress level, the pressure that not only they put on you, but that you put on yourself as like this high achieving individual. So she had all this on top of her. And then on top of that, she had the group coaching, trying to really face some serious inner stuff, some confronting work. And she showed up. She really did. She put in the time. She showed up to the calls. She opened up and she made some progress, but I don't think she was where she wanted to be by the end. And everyone went on their own separate ways. And it turns out after the course ended, she went back home for the holidays and stuff at that moment, it was this tipping point where everything started to fall into place. And she was able to really address what was going on with her binge eating and the dieting and the obsessing about her weight she dealt with some stuff from her childhood um, that kind of you know started off this whole snowball effect of dieting and being focused on your appearance which I think for a lot of us it does start in childhood and she made some real progress and then incredibly uh, it was probably about a month or two after the course ended she messaged me and she wanted just a top up of I think it was I think it was four one-to-one sessions so we did that and at that point actually it was at fine-tuning it was at a fine-tuning point where she'd really improved in terms of the binging it was pretty much gone but she needed help with certain aspects like getting into that place of gentle nutrition of like taking care of yourself food and exercise wise without with it coming from a loving place like a genuine place she had been as many of us have been where exercise is punishment and we're doing things forcing ourselves to do things that might shape our body in a certain way or burn amount of calories and she she was struggling to she had some food insens- uh, sensitivities. she was struggling to 
move those aside for the most part um, to take care of her health because she felt like it was too restricting. So we really worked on that. And then at the end of working together, she wrote me this DM and it said, also girl, can I just say my life has changed so much since doing this course. I've just come back to uni and only now am I realizing how much easier it is to socialize and be confident and live my life without binging. I'm a whole new woman, three exclamation marks. Thank you so much for everything you helped me with. And I'm so glad you're sharing your wisdom and experiences on Instagram. And she says, I've just been wanting to say that because I've been meaning to message you for ages and ages. It was so sweet. And it was just, I feel like the part that really got me was like, I'm a whole new woman. So amazing to see women, you know, lift themselves out of this dark place that's just trapping you and holding you back, making you feel like shit all the time to a point where you literally feel like a new woman and you're killing it and you're at university and you're socializing and you're living your life. You're feeling way more confident, way more like in control with your life. It's so cool to see. And I'm going to leave you with a little snippet from actually when Zulika came on my podcast to share her story in more detail. I'll give you a snippet of it and the full episode I'll link in the show notes. It's literally changed my life so much because instead of getting up and immediately being stressed about whether or not to have breakfast or if I have that for lunch, does that actually constitute a binge because of like the amount of calories or something or even thinking about calories at all? Like mm. I can't remember the last time I thought about calories. I feel so much freer like I have I have more time I have more energy I have more like emotional resilience Mm -hmm. and I'm like way more social way more confident way more keen to like hang out with people yeah just a lightness and like a freedom that comes with it it's just been amazing like honestly amazing next up we've got Ashley Ashley the wonderful Ashley amazing energy I love her so She actually wanted to sign up for my one-to-ones for quite some time. She kept going back and forth with me in the DMs and then she'd sort of like ghost me. And the thing that I love about even that part of her journey is it's something that so many women go through when we're stuck in binging and dieting is, you know, it takes us sometimes more time than we'd like to be able to get to that point where we're ready to do what we need to do in recovery and that do what we need to do typically means getting over that fear of weight gain or letting go of the controls in general and basically changing a huge part of like your behaviors and your mindset and so she went back and forth she was pretty hesitant and then there was just one day where she was like fuck it I'm doing it can we get on a call we got on a call and she was just like look I'm in I'm 100% in and I was just like yes I love this energy and I knew in my heart to that moment the, the the conviction she had in signing up the energy she had I knew she was going to have an amazing journey and it didn't start off easy she knows that I know that um, she definitely had trouble with being able to do you know let go of restriction to release that block and it really was a block it, it blocked her for quite some time in being able to really step into recovery. She was kind of doing bit by bit, like try this fear food or stop restricting on that thing. But then once she would stop restricting on one thing, she'd restrict on another. And so she really wasn't seeing the results. She was still having these massive binges on the weekends. And eventually she had this sort of weekend trip where this this like epiphany moment came upon her in, in sort of like a, a dark moment. Um, out of that she kind of rose from the ashes and overnight made this decision of like I am done with restricting look where it's got me this weekend that was supposed to be amazing with my friends I binged the entire time I'm embarrassed my friends saw the way that I treated my body and from then on she started to make some serious change it was so exciting to see and not only in terms of binging like the binging isn't a part of her life anymore, especially to the degree that it was back then. It was insane. And beyond, it's beyond just the food. It was her health, like her hormones were out of whack. And now she's reported back to me like months after we've um, finished working together. She had this doctor's checkup and it was the first one in years 
where she actually looked like a healthy person, like her hormones, her thyroid, her period, everything is in such a better place. Her digestion was so messed up from binging and restricting and now it's healthy again. And for me, one of the coolest things about her journey was she had gained weight, much needed weight that her body really, really did need. And that was really tricky for her. So she she overcame that obstacle of fearing weight gain, of, you know, at first being shocked by her changing body, of finding it unlovable, unattractive, and getting to a point where she thought she was fucking hot, like she's a badass bitch. And more than that, realizing, like having proof, like she's living proof that skinny is not synonymous with healthy. She is 100 times healthier now that she's gained weight. It's so cool to see. And so I'm going to share with you a little snippet of her episode when she was on the podcast as well, right here. I'm in such a better place now than I was before I met you, like night and freaking day. I'm living my life. All the relationships in my life have like improved. My life is different now. It's wonderful. And so much less anxiety. I'm so much calmer. And I just feel like so much more at peace. Really kind to myself. There's no need to beat myself up. I spend a lot more time celebrating myself and my body than I do beating it up. And just getting out of that space of fear. I don't live in fear anymore. My whole life was run by fear. You really changed my life. Like you gave me my life back. And I think I would just say to anyone that's like contemplating, I I keep using this word, but like, it's, it's what I did, like pull the trigger and get the help. The only thing that's going to happen is something positive. Just inspiring. I love it. Next up, we've got Jade. So Jade was actually one of my OG one-to-one clients way back when I started and she had a pretty awesome journey. She's from Glasgow. She has a little boy and she had really just struggled her whole life as far back as she can remember. I remember her sharing a memory with me of being in ballet class and not feeling like she could really be who she was and feeling like she had to be skinny and pretty like all the other ballet girls and how that sort of just like haunted her all through life now she's a makeup artist and she's surrounded by just like the beauty industry and she was always always doing anything she could to fit that skinny ideal we're talking like diet pills like all the extremes of really putting your health in harm's way so she fully believed that health equals skinny and lovable and all the good things we want in life basically equals skinny And the reason I actually brought up Jade in particular was a few weeks ago, I put on a a question box on my Instagram story, what does health mean to you? And she said, now it means things like connecting, laughing, uh, drinking enough water, enough sleep, enjoying good food. And I replied to her and I was just like, oh my God, this lights me up because I know when we first started working and you know, for years before that, your answer would have been health is a size, whatever. And I wrote that to her and she's like, 100%. That's all it was in my mind. And so it's so exciting to see just how far she's come. I love it. I love it. And now, next up, we've got Alex. Alex with an I. Um, I love this story because she's actually the only person I've got on my podcast who talks about the experience with the 30-day reboot and I really want to get more people on I just haven't like put time into it and the story with her kind of all fell into place really easily because she was as she was going through the journey she was sharing a lot with me and like giving me updates so it was it was easy for me to like reach out to her about it but um definitely go look listen to that episode if you are interested in the 30-day reboot and like getting a perspective from someone who's done it basically what I love about her story is her commitment to her recovery not saying it was always easy for her, but she like put it in, put the time, the energy. She really faced difficult feelings. She confronted things. She did the journaling, the self-exploration. She did it all. And she did it through, you know, the pandemic, through a tough breakup, a tough time. And she overcame so much. And for me, probably the coolest thing about her journey is she got to such an amazing place 
from the 30-day reboot, she really became so much more trusting with herself, with all types of foods, having binge foods in the house and forgetting it's there, no longer binging. And she got so far into her journey that she then was one of the first people to sign up to Body Love Academy when it came out because she was like, right, I've done this side of things and I loved it so much. And now I think that's just like the right, the obvious next step is to do Body Love Academy and just really solidify my healing journey because the food side of things is definitely one thing. But for for me, the reason I actually created Body Love Academy was to give people the that like that layer deeper in the healing journey, which pertains to our self-worth and how it's so linked to the way we look. And you know how that then feeds into the way we feed ourselves and the way we eat and then binging and yada yada yada. So I love that she's taken this step deeper to go into Body Love Academy. And Interestingly, she's found that course much more confronting and that makes total sense to me as well just because it really is like the root of things and even though she's found it confronting and she's taken like time off it sometimes and then dives back into it, she's doing it and once again just like the commitment amazes me and more than just that it shows me and it can show you that when we give ourselves the time and the consistency and we really do invest in ourselves time-wise, money-wise, all that, it pays off. Like the best thing you can ever invest in is yourself because at the end of the day, we don't have anything if we don't have ourselves and our sanity and our health. So that's Alex's story. And again, I'll give you a little snippet into her uh, journey, her story on the podcast. I feel like I owe you so much for the course and like how much it changed my life and how much better things are going right now. Like you're really doing incredible work and I'm so that I came across your account. All right. Next up, we've got Ebony. So Ebony was one of the incredible women on the latest BBE group coaching round. And I love her story because actually similar to Ashley, she came to me and, you know, she knew, was like, okay, this is it. I am so done. I'm so sick and tired of this, the way I've been living my life. I need help. And when we had that consultation call and we did the sign up, she had two options, whether to pay um, monthly or pay for the four months all up front and get a discount, obviously. And she was like, oh, I'll do the monthly. And I was like, okay, sure. And then like a second later, she's like, wait, no, let me just like, let me just pay for it all at once. What am I doing? Like I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. And I loved it because again, it's just, it's a sign to yourself that you are so done with the past and you are so committed and ready to change your future and believing that it's possible. I loved it. And so she jumped in, she she showed up to the group calls at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. because she's in Australia. So she showed up, she put in the time. Every week she did the exercises, she did the meditation, sometimes multiple times. She really, she really showed herself that she was worth it, like she was worth changing her life. And she faced those all the fears that come with recovery, weight gain, your body changing letting go of those controls and I always remember one thing that she shared on one of the calls was this mindset shift that she had where when that critical voice that perfectionist voice the controlling one fearful one would pop in around food or body she would just say this thing of like it's okay but we're not doing that anymore we're not doing that for ourselves anymore And it was like such a simple thing, but it really helped her a lot. And more than just that, she really unlocked the full permission side of things. She gave herself allowance to finally eat the foods that she actually wanted. She, in fact, she had been living on sort of like diet food or like the healthy version of food for so long that part of her journey was exploring like what foods does she actually like or adding more diversity into her diet which was pretty cool and 
more than just the food and body side, as it always is, she started living her life more, wearing the clothes she wanted to wear, or going to the drinks with friends that she wanted to go to, or the pizza party at her family's place. And I love that. And then the funniest thing was, um, the interesting thing, I suppose, towards the end, when we do our sort of like final group call, I go around and everyone says like what helps them the most and for her she was still in this place of like disbelief that things had really changed for her and that I totally get because it really is a huge life shift and it happened relatively fast given the decades that she'd been struggling for but I'm so excited for her and her future once that sort of like belief settles in and she realizes like, hang on a second, this actually is my life now. It wasn't a fluke. I did this, like she did this for herself. I'm so excited to see where things continue to go. And also, by the way, obviously she stopped binging, which is so freaking cool. And as she was stopping the binging, when there were binges that would pop up, her mentality was completely different. Like so relaxed about it, so forgiving, so compassionate learning the lesson and just simply moving on the next day and that's you that's that's obviously one of the huge things that did help her along with the full permission the allowance move to this incredible new chapter of her life so that's ebony and by the way you will be hearing another story from one of the bbe women who finished the last round soon on the podcast she'll be she'll be a guest so you'll hear another inspiring story I'll leave that for there for that episode one more success story to share with you guys and that is from Alex Alex with an E this time so she started with me one-to-one December 2020 and she was a student and she saved up she told me like she saved up for this over the months and signed up and already for me I was just like boom like this is it this is gonna This is going to be an amazing journey for her, just given the fact that she valued recovery and her health so much, like getting out of this dark place that as a student, she saved up and prioritized that. I was like, this is amazing. Like, obviously, she's going to prioritize her recovery all the way through. And she certainly did. She had had a past in anorexia. She'd been um, in a hospital over it. She had been in clinics. Like, it was serious stuff dangerously ill at times and along the along the road of anorexia binging crept in too and it became bigger and bigger and she came to me at that point when it was just like she couldn't do on her own anymore and for me the biggest success of her story is the way that she overcame her fear of weight gain because her body did need to gain weight and where before she had been gaining weight from out of control binges so understandably she was scared of letting go of control even more she was scared because she'd seen how fast weight was coming on when we worked together it was about reminding her that she can adapt we're all so adaptable like she can adapt to this change in her body but more than that to remind herself that while before weight gain had been so rapid and shocking because it was from extreme binges, now it was, the weight gain was going to be slow because it was in a more loving way and we were moving the binges aside over time and she's able to accept her body more. So she was doing all these things to deal with that fear of weight gain and as it did happen, she was still applying these ideas But I think her biggest thing in terms of weight gain was focusing on her why. Why did she sign up to this in the first place? Why did she want a healthy, happy life? Like, what would that look like for her? What was important? The one thing was her career, actually being able to have the energy and focus, concentration, confidence at work in a career that she really enjoyed and wanted to excel in. So always reminding herself of her why helped her a lot. Um, using breathwork, the power of the body, to soothe her anxiety around letting go of controls, about her fears of facing different foods, about being more flexible with foods, ordering last minute takeouts with her boyfriend. Like she had so many wins. It was 
so amazing. And one of her biggest, I'd say as well, which again, I'll, I'll pop her podcast episode in the show notes so you can listen in more. But one of her biggest achievements was handling extreme hunger. So this is something that people who've been in a very restrictive state for a long time can often face in recovery. It's almost like when your body realizes, hang on a second, this restriction stuff, it's not happening anymore. She's feeding us. Let's like get as much in as we can. Let's show her that we're really hungry for more food. It's sort of as like a rebalancing or an insurance policy that if restriction happened again, you've sort of got uh, backups, basically backup energy and fat. And it was really scary for her as it probably would be for anyone because it's like, what the hell? I just ate a whole meal and I'm starving still. It's confusing and definitely plays on pretty much like the greatest fear of someone who had struggled with an eating disorder for so long, which is an, like a, a never-ending hunger and what comes with that is potentially, again, weight gain. But she handled it like a boss. She One thing that actually helped her, and if anyone's listening, they struggle with extreme hunger and being able to honour that hunger she was reading blog posts from people who'd experienced it literally daily. She was reading them just to keep her in that place of like, trust the process, move through it, listen to the hunger, keep trust, like honoring your body's needs. So her story, just freaking incredible. And again, here's a snippet from Alex herself. To everyone like listening, like if you're hungry, your body isn't just doing that for fun. It is literally doing that because it needs that. It, it doesn't have a purpose to just trick you. It's doing it because it needs that in that moment. Like it, it might be, everyone needs different needs in different days. Like you don't know what it's doing. You don't know what it needs to do with that extra food, but it obviously needs it for something. And it's probably really important. Actually, no, it's definitely really important. Mm-hmm. So obviously if you've been underwater for so long, you know, when you come up, you're gasping for air, like yeah. you need air. And like, it was the same with food. Like if you've restricted your food for so long, like you're going to need a lot of food for a bit. Like your body's just going to need it. Like you're going to be gasping for it, like air. And, mm-hmm. you know, same with dehydration. Like, you know, if you haven't had water for days and days, you're just going to want to drink water and water. But once you get used to it and, and the water's there, like you don't, you don't need mm-hmm. it all the time anymore because, you know, you're allowing yourself to have it. So it doesn't feel scarce anymore. Before we go on, I wanted to jump in quickly and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been really helpful, but you need a bit more structure, then I'd love to invite you into one of my two signature courses. We've got the OG, the 30-day reboot. This is an online course that you can literally start today. I share the exact method that hundreds of women have already gone through to stop binge eating and feel quote unquote normal with food again. So if you're so done with being stuck in this binge diet cycle, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down, then this course is literally made for you. At 99 pounds, it's literally as much as I used to spend on a few binge takeouts in a few weeks. So trust me, it will pay itself back in no time. It is eye-opening and life-changing as one past alumni put it. We've also got the Empowering Body Love Academy over 10 modules in a self-paced online format as well. You'll go from hating your body, scrutinizing it in the mirror, body checking, fearing weight gain, to completely detaching your self-worth from your body shape or size, to finally feeling like you can accept and appreciate your body for all of it does, finally freeing up mental space for bigger, better things in life. This gem is £249 or get it in three monthly installments at £99 a month. So if you are ready to shine to reach your highest potential, just scroll down to the show notes to join the 30 Day Reboot or Body Love Academy today. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So those are just six incredible success stories. I could have talked about all of them so much. I, as I said, could have gone through anyone I've worked with because everyone has such amazing successes, wins, they overcome things, they face their fears. It's always so inspiring. And to those incredible women that I didn't specifically mention here, I just want to say thank you and like well done to all of you, to celebrate all of you from 
Anna, Viviana, Marta, Fiona, Chantal, Antonella, Marissa, Megan, Emma, Janessa, Leonie, Faith, Melissa, Delaney, Georgia, Laura, Sara, Callista, Alexi Ray, Lauren, Jenna, Ellie, Bella, and literally hundreds more, like 250 plus more women who've done any of my programs and have even had the the one success whether it was literally just reaching out for help or facing that fear food one time or switching up your self-talk to be a bit more kind and compassionate every one of you are to be celebrated I'm so proud of you and obviously even beyond just those women all those thousands of women who have dm'd me who haven't necessarily signed up for anything but have taken those steps to get help, have tried to implement things. All those people sign up to all my freebies, like thousands, thousands of women. To all of you, so proud. Keep, keep, keep going. Amazing. So as I said, linking um, all of those people that I talked about, their podcasts below, if you want to listen to their full stories, get more inspiration, more motivation, more seeing a believing and if you also want just more of that motivation more identifying with people go to my instagram go to the highlights any of these ones wins 30 day reboot bbe one 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 to one coaching and testimonials all of them have hundreds of success stories i literally can't fit them all under one because Instagram only lets you do 100. So I had to keep creating new highlights for the same thing, basically. It's 500 success stories. So check that out if you ever feel like it's hopeless because I'm telling you, it is not hopeless. Okay, moving on to a little bit of an update about where I'm at on my journey. So if you want to hear about that, stick around. Basically, as I said, I've already created an in-depth insight into my healing journey of like the whole binge eating, dieting, how everything happened over 10 years. That's in another podcast episode. I'll share it below. There's a part one, part two. So definitely check that out if you haven't heard any of it. For the update that's more um, up to date, I suppose. There is, so my food relationship, I would say, is really in a great place. Like I feel very strong there. Um, definitely like no urge to binge at all. I feel like I'm living proof that it really can be a thing of your past. Like it's not about oh, just managing the urge or trying to decrease the amount or, you know, it's going to come back here and there. Like, it doesn't have to come back. It really doesn't. So that's feeling great. I love that I'm at this part in my journey where I can now really eat for different reasons, like for health and nutrition, digestion, to test things out for like my body and discover that a bit more from a place of love, of actually caring about myself my longevity, my energy, my health, like all those things. It's really exciting because before I just couldn't. It was it was so clouded in wanting to just lose weight and stop binging, basically. So that's exciting. I definitely do emotionally eat sometimes, but it doesn't really bother me because it's not that frequent. And I figure, you know what, we're all human. Sometimes we just go to the easy coping mechanism. Sometimes we just don't really want to always be facing the emotions. That's fine to me. I feel like if it was like the most optimal ideal situation, I wouldn't be doing that. But I'm okay with that like being a thing that happens sometimes. Um, so that's that. That's pretty much the food update. Like it's it honestly is just like very easy and relaxed. Eating what I want, variety of food, combination of feeding my soul and my body. It's all great. Then if I move to movement, which before would have been very punishing, boring, forcing myself, all about burning calories, is now has now evolved into something that's fun. There's a lot of novelty. There's a range of movement, whether it's strength exercises, dance, football, running, Pilates. Like now I have where I'm at now, which this might change in the future, but no clear fitness goals in place like or no rigid rules around having to exercise a certain amount of times a week I'm really just trying to lead from again like this new value that I can uphold of health and just taking care of myself and just trying to feel good basically 
Like, I really, really noticed this summer since I've got back into more fun exercise that it really does make me feel great. Like, I have this high after exercise and it lasts for quite some time and it feels great. And I just obviously want to keep that. So I keep adding movement into my schedule. And something I'm actually using is ClassPass. And that's my boyfriend basically gets it as a benefit at work. He doesn't use it. So I use it and I just use his name, which is it's great that his name is Luca because some people who wouldn't know that that's just an Italian male name could think it's female. So I just show up to places and I, I'm like, hi, I'm Luca. <laughs> um, so I basically just aim to use up all the credits every month, which gets in a decent amount of exercise. Feels good. And now to the last, second last thing, body image. Update on that. So I've always been pretty transparent with this, that this is the, like the more lingering thing for me that I'm working on. And I must say that as I was sort of planning for this episode and I was reflecting on where I'm at with my body image, it's feeling a lot better since, especially since doing Body Love Academy. So I created that course, must have been about like, April to June or to July that I I created it and in doing so I was like it was very much at the forefront of my mind just like body image what it means detaching self-worth all the exercises so I was really applying it a lot to myself and now I'm feeling great um I definitely have noticed while doing the course like pinpointing what does elevate how I feel about myself are things not obviously not to do with my appearance but somehow it makes me feel good in my body and that is things like just the summer like the summer weather is just really lifts me movement as I said adding this fun novelty um fluid kind of movement into my life has really helped more kindness more going with the flow like really recognizing that different times of month my body's gonna look slightly different different times of the day your body's going to look different that it's never going to be static you're never going to be at this perfect place and so just really going with the flow more and realizing it's always going to change like even when you feel like it looks shit it's going to change so it's fine (laughs) adding more kindness and in general just as like an umbrella term I guess more self-care just the more I invest into myself whether it's my intellectual life my social life um my like my body like my movement or even just like pampering beauty things like the more self-care the better I feel about life in general and it leaves less space to be bogged down by pinpointing like these insecurities in your body that were obviously manufactured by someone else and you weren't even born feeling insecure about those parts of your body so that's that's really been a change for me I will say you probably heard me talk about this before one of my biggest insecurities is small boobs like my small boobs and that still flares up sometimes but it is insanely better than it was I'd say like a year ago or a year and a half ago come so far with that still yeah it does flare up every now and then most of the time I feel completely fine content but every now and then it gets triggered and I completely know that it's related to like the male gaze and societal conditioning of what boobs should look like, what size and shape they should be. And I'm always trying to remind myself in those moments, like they are perfectly functional. And I know that if there were like no men, I would have no desire to change my boobs at all. It's completely based on others' validation. And so that's something I'm definitely working on and just noticing the trigger, like the male validation side of it. My boyfriend was away for like five weeks this summer so I was alone I didn't have that like very immediate male person close to me and having a lack of that sort of like freed me because I I didn't have that reminder of like oh he would like you know my thought projecting my insecurity onto him like oh I'm sure he'd find me more attractive and my boobs are bigger but being not having that trigger in front of me helped me come back to like a place of being okay with my boobs again and it's not to say I need to get rid of him or like break up with him it's not about him he's the trigger just being like a male in my life but it's really a mirror 
back to me. It's a mirror of like my own projection, my own insecurity. So that's something I definitely want to continue to let go of. Um, work on those like unworthiness blocks and basically like really stay strong with my ultimate values and like beliefs standing true to myself like I I'm all for you know it's fine to get plastic surgery or change your body get fillers Botox whatever I get why we do that we're living in a world where beauty is a currency it's powerful and it can make your life easier to fit into the beauty standard more. And I don't hate on anyone who does any of that stuff. But the, the like, what do you call it? Like the system as a whole, I'm not, I don't stand behind. Like preying on women's insecurities, making us pay a shit ton of money to fit some beauty standard that we didn't create, that's for someone else. So I just want to, as much as I can, stay true to that feeling within and not ever do something like give in and go get like a boob job that I'll I might regret further down the line and wish that I had just been able to like unblock that that like sense of unworthiness in that part of my body um not to say I don't give in in other aspects like obviously I wear makeup sometimes that's kind of giving in to that whole like system as well wear certain types of clothes um the whole time when I was struggling with food in my body, I was giving and in, giving into the skinny ideal. So definitely not saying I'm perfect, but this particular space, like the small boobs thing, for some reason, it's something that I really want to stay true to and like uphold this feeling with myself of, I just can't give into it. Even though I have one too many times, I just can't. So that's the body image update. One more thing, actually. Next week fingers crossed, everything goes well. I'm going to Greece and that means being in a bikini by the beach, mostly feeling very relaxed about it, definitely not doing what I used to do which is like prepare my body for it. One thing I do want to focus on when I am actually there is to create more sense of safety being in a bikini on the beach but more than that I think trying as much as I can to release the need for validation. So less need to take photos and prove I still love taking photos I love to capture memories and just like have fun with like shapes and composition of photos and like taking a cool photo but I want to spend less time on it so that that trigger isn't there as much of like needing to look a certain way for the photo and beyond that relax my stomach as much as I can not sucking it in feeling relaxed, posing or like lying on the chair or lying on the beach, sitting however I want. I don't have to, you know, you know that pose that you do at the beach where you try not to slouch your belly and show the rolls as much, where you're like arching your back or whatever and like having really good posture, even when you don't want to. That's something I want to, it sounds so stupid, but that's something I want to do is like, just be authentically me. Like I don't have to be posing a certain way like I can just be in my body relaxed eat drink water drink drinks like don't have to worry about your belly being bloated while you're in a bikini so that's something I'm gonna be working on next week the last thing I actually want to share is um it's related the food and body at the root Stick around if you want to hear this. Totally understand if you don't want to, because it's not related to food and body so much, but at the root it is. So beyond food and body, you know, the huge journey I've come on, the thing that I'm actually working on the most right now, if you're interested, is my worthiness block in terms of business and financial growth. So I say it's related at the root because it's about worthiness, as is body image. But the, you know, like the tangible thing is different. So I've noticed that I have this very strong desire in me that feels authentic to like really have like an amazing, luxurious, beautiful life. I have this desire to like make a certain amount of money, but there's this voice deep down that crin like cringes, like doesn't believe it's possible, that like feels almost sad that I have such big dreams that's like, eh, but you're probably not going to get there. Like, you might get like 10% or 50%, but you're not really going to get there. You're not that kind of person. Like you're not this enough or that enough. 
and it's something I've been working on and I'm going to continue to work on. And um, I've really noticed that as this person who's been this overachiever and like perfectionist, it's there's this clash of someone who wants to achieve great things, but then at the same time, extremely like doubts herself and doesn't even believe she can get there. So it's like, as hard as you want to try to get this amazing thing and like have this amazing life, you're still not going to get there these two opposing parts and I was doing some journaling on it over the weekend and some meditation and it made me so emotional because I was just like that's the saddest thing in the world for someone who dreams so big but doesn't believe they can even get there whatever there even is right because there's always going to be like a new goalpost a new level so there's a lot of things to work on there. Um, and also just the feeling of like, you are worthy regardless of how much money you make or what's the state of your business or your financials to feel worthy. Like that doesn't, that shouldn't make me feel better about life, like beyond this high in life or to be feeling shitty about life. So that's actually the biggest thing I'm working on right now. And my hope is that I'm going to unblock that sense of unworthiness, like truly shift my subconscious to believe that I am deserving of that like you're deserving of whatever you desire so my hope is keep working on that part follow the journey bring into my life the things that I really authentically want unblock that sense of unworthiness that disbelief that it's possible and hopefully teach you guys how to do it as well if it's something that you're struggling with that's my hope so I'm excited. Overall, though, in life, enjoying it, enjoying the growth, constant learning, improving, testing, knowing myself better, and just enjoying so many aspects of life right now. So that's my update. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to this 100th episode. I hope you got something out of it. If even one thing was just like that inspiration that this journey is so worth it and it's so possible. We can do it. You can do it. So that's it for me. Have an amazing day. Don't forget to rate and review. It would mean so much to me. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.